Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Amy. And this is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. Because love is actually all around us. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Sure is. Yay. (laughs) Cue the theme song. Hi, kids. Here's an important message from your uncle Bill. Don't buy drugs. Become a pop star and they give you them for free. Let's go get the shit kicked out of us by them. But who'd have to screw around here to get a cup of tea and a chocolate biscuit? Please, sir, please. Love, love, love. Welcome to our Christmas season episode number whatever it is. We're going to do Love Actually. We actually don't know what number it is. Yeah, we don't know. And Amy Edgar is here. Yay. Hi, guys. Welcome, Amy. Thank local, you. Local stand-up comedian. Comedian yeah. or comedian? Oh, comedian, please. Right comedian? On. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I didn't mean to be a girl. It Comedi- just happened. Comedian. Oh, just by chance. Yeah. <laughs> comedian. Um, so good to have you on the show and let's talk about some movies. Let's talk about Love Actually a little bit. Um, Sounds good. So this movie is 2003. It's that old. It eh? is that old. Wow. Didn't think that was going to happen. Snuck up on you. Um, and it has a wide cast of characters, mostly British. Huge mm-hmm. cast. A couple of Americans. Huge, huge cast. Huge cast. Because there are 10 stories going on at the same time. Um, interlaced in some very interesting ways mm-hmm. and people have some adventures in the Christmas season, get a little silly, get a little romance, get a little uh, uh, porno, all that kind of stuff going on yeah. at the same time. And whether or not we get a happy ending or not depends on the story we're going to talk about. And somehow it's still very sticky and syrupy, this movie. It is, yeah. It sappy. is. Very so, sappy. so this is a definitely a holiday movie starting five months before the holidays begin and um ending at christmas yeah pretty much ending actually it ends one month after christmas oh no yeah, they do a right. they, they do, do a, a flash one month forward later. but it's leading up so really um first thing to say about this movie is um i only saw this movie for the first time maybe five or six years ago i always thought it was a sappy chick flick Mm -hmm. and that i wouldn't enjoy it um but after seeing it for the first time i was like this is like going to be a staple of christmas movies for me yeah it was i think it's for a lot of people yeah they they um they do some interesting things to try and suck in as wide an audience as they can absolutely yeah i think the first time i saw it was only a couple years ago to be honest yeah um which is crazy because i know a lot of my friends like love it yeah so. This is a hugely popular movie, for sure. I mm-hmm. think it is, yeah. Because of the something for everybody. So we have um, uh, good-looking guys, good-looking girls. There's, like, nice romance. There's some CD cheating. There's um, oh. office romance. There's, like, boobies and, and, and kind of porno stuff going on. And I like to call them breasts. Breasts. Johnny calls them boobies. Boobies. <laughs> and panties. Um <laughs> <laughs> what did I words. sign up for? You I know. Guys. Hey, it's crazy. Um, <laughs> we only watched this movie for the boobies. That's as right. John would say. We just that's replayed right. all the booby scenes. Uh, I hope you're okay to talk about that, Amy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John's maybe the only person who touches himself to love, actually. Maybe. Oh, boy. But probably not. Probably not. But probably not. We're not going to talk about that. It's so, not that kind of show. It's not. Even though we swear a lot. It's true. <laughs> Oh, and there's there's music. There's there's kind of Christmassy music and the whole celebrity angle coming into this as there's well. There's like so many people in this movie that you, I forgot were in this movie. The sheriff of uh, someone pointed out to me that the sheriff of uh, 
Walking Dead is one of the actors. Yeah, Andrew something. But I, I still still cannot tell it's him seeing the movie when they even pointed it out. I'm like, that's him? Well, this is like 10 or oh, ten or 12 years before. Uh, no, absolutely. Dead, but yeah. like he, he doesn't look the same at all. I guess he has a beard and he's he's aged. Uh, well, he actually, I think he looks better now than he did back then. Yeah, he had kind of the baby face. He looked like a little then. bit of a, yeah. yeah. Which one was he? He's the the creepy guy who uh, is goes to Kira Knightley and holds oh. up all the cute. He's in love with her. In one of the Mark. most inappropriate side stories. Mark is so uh, dreamy, problematic. Yes, but dreamy though. Is he dreamy for girls? No. Oh, not oh, okay. I don't not want now. my husband's best friend to be that in love with me that he just like. Yeah, no and, yeah, and I don't want my uh, newlywed wife to run out and kiss that guy on the street. No, neither yeah. do I. Like yeah. if, super if, sending if, wrong messages. If my friend did that, yeah, and I found out, I'd not be friends with that guy anymore and probably yeah. try and hurt them in a physical way. Yeah. I remember when them. I first watched the movie, because I know like the girl is like, oh, are you in love with him? And then he denies that. And But I thought when I first saw the movie before knowing he was in love with Keira Knightley, I did think he was in love with like his best friend. That might have been more interesting, actually. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I actually think that would have been a better story. Because I don't think there's a same-sex couple in this at all. No, there's not. No, there's not. So and love was... actually is not out there if you're gay. And it's 2003 as well, <laughs> so it's not like this was like in the 80s or something where yeah. they were using... No, it's true. It's like, true. give us one. You guys gave us 10 separate stories and there's not a single one that's... Not even lesbians. And I mean, we would have all of that. <laughs> Along okay. with the boobies. Well, not all of us, but... Yeah, there's boobies and no lesbians. What the hell? <laughs> I, from my perspective, it's more about rep representation than it is about boobies, but each to their own. There you go. I agree. I go. mean, uh, boobies is just a bonus. I agree with you on the representation. So let's talk about the uh, tone of this movie because um, there's a very strange um, transfer of tone from time to time. Um, there's yeah. some very serious stories. Like even the one, the one I find the most off-putting and out of place is the Laura Linney story where she's in love with like a coworker at work and right. her brother who's like, who's obviously mentally ill tries to like beat her. Yeah. How does that guy who's mentally ill get access to a phone to call her so much? Yeah. Like, do they set him in that little room where they have two observation people and let him just phone away just all day? At midnight? Like, because it would have been late at night and he just has access to like call her. Yeah. And is he trying to call the Pope and Bon Jovi? Yeah. Yeah. As he said, they were trying to throw it together. I just felt That's like tough. that that story was really dark. Yeah, which I think like it, it's good that that like a brother sister relationship and like somebody who's not mentally well, whatever, was in there. But yeah, I'm like, um, you know what would probably help this interrupting your love life is if you just moved him to a different facility yeah. that maybe had better policies around the phone. Yeah. Are are and also yeah. I feel like the there was already a story that had darkness in it, which was the uh husband wanting to cheat on the wife. Yeah, a little bit. And I love yeah. that he didn't cheat, but like that He emotionally cheated. He did cheat. That's what I mean. But I, I think that story actually could have been the serious one and you could have actually taken out the whole Laura Lenny brother story and just had her fall in love with the guy at work and that would have worked a million times better. Yeah, they're... I they mean, could have gotten together instead of having... Because I like that they all of the stories don't end up in love. Well, yeah. I think hers though, Laura Lenny's is the only one that ends badly. All the others at least have a 
positive what spin. the husband and wife one doesn't end well well the, i mean well, you they're could still argue, together yeah they're still together the way she I, I was thinking about that because they don't split up and he comes back a month later when the movie and ends. and she's very cold to but him. she's very cold which and i like. like so she's just kind of settling knowing that they're going to stay together for the kids he's obviously remorseful and i mean if a couple could come back from something like that it's best that he didn't um, bang his secretary. He just gave her a gift and emotionally cheated. I think if there's hope for anything. Okay, so another thing around that story, uh, and cheating's bad, so bad guy, bad, bad. Um, it, <laughs> I would have like, been. I would have like been. My girlfriend more... listens to the show sometimes, no. so I don't want to like endorse <laughs> cheating. <laughs> don't do. Um, no, I definitely don't. Um, if um, if that story, that side story, there had been a little bit more. Um, anything rough about his marriage to his wife. But yeah. they're always so very much in love. And she's like always kissing him and showing him lots of attention. Um, I, I feel like I would have bought that story a bit more if she had been a little cold or busy with work or whatever. Yeah, or if she was... Even like it would have been easy to make... With our, everything that was already present, make her just busy with the kids. Yeah. Like he could have like tried to have a conversation or tried to like initiate some romance. And then she could have been like, no, I need to make this lobster yeah. costume but yeah. she was and very, even that right there you would have been like oh well he's feeling a little bit rejected understand. and yeah. i kind of get that and maybe you'd feel hope coming for them but instead he buys a really ugly necklace and gives it and like his secretary what is her end game does she want to be with him or does she just want a gift yeah she's also very one-dimensional she just wants to ruin his marriage for no reason she's yeah. just like he's my boss and i'm sexually attracted to him or is she? Does she just want a necklace? Uh, no, she... I think well, she wants to... Remember when she's, like, sitting there and, like, talking to him and then just is, like, spreading her legs? Just very subtle. Yeah, very <laughs> just subtle. Just very... I, she's, she, no, she's putting out the vibe. Yeah, she throws subtly out the window almost right away and she's like, I told you with me, you can have whatever you want. Yeah, no, I think she's willing to... I, he obviously doesn't in the movie, but I think... I, I wonder... I, I have to wonder that if his wife didn't find out that he wouldn't have. Yeah, I think I he wonder, probably... I, I would have eventually done it well yeah. and shout out to emma thompson's character for calling him out like she did yeah, that, that takes awesome. a lot of cold. strength i think yeah to should to be like you made me look foolish like yeah to oh. even approach that because you could that it's so awkward you could have just been silently mad pretended like you didn't know yeah. about the necklace like and that's what i mean i feel like how that plays out and how she confronts him <laughs> is a great story for the movie for the serious part yeah and i just feel like the laura linney story especially when she goes to visit her brother and her brother is like um he is so lost yeah and then tries to strike her and then she calls him my love and stuff there's something very creepy and eerie about that story that just doesn't seem to fit the tone not of the movie really yeah no i kind of agree with that and and she might feel deep down like she's the only thing keeping one semblance of her brother in the real world like if she were to disappear and put him in a place where she wouldn't ever see him or hear from him maybe he'd go into like complete craziness or whatever his issue is i'm not sure exactly like, what his issue is but but that whole thing and then it's so awkward to watch her with her co-worker and they're both awkward people and so the writing's on the wall for both of them and, th and then watching them all fuck it all up makes me feel just weird there's there's too many stories and this could have been saved in any but let's talk about favorite stories so what are your guys favorite stories in this oh well I mean, I think a lot of people might agree. I don't know. We'll see. I love the prime minister's story because I think great. that's yeah. all over the place and it's good. Like you get to see him be the hero by standing up to the president and um, 
I don't get why everyone keeps calling uh, his secretary fat or chubby. Even her family does because she's not. And maybe things were different in 2003, but she's totally not. <laughs> no, um, not at all. Um, and then, you know, he's singing carols with his um, I love with that. security guard. One of my and, favorite scenes. Yeah. So that's great. And then I love the writer story uh, with Colin Firth. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, that's Except cute. for kind of, except for when he wraps it up. And he's like, he goes to find Aurelia and then he's like, no, we have to get married. I'm like, try it, try a relationship first. Well, also like, um, how did you learn Portuguese in two weeks? Yeah. And she learned English in the same time. Yeah. Like sign me up for that. Like, yeah, whatever. I think they show him taking the class, right? Right. But they do. But still. Oh, absolutely. It's unbelievable. But I I feel like like, Rosetta Stone on crack. (laughs) I I feel like the fact that they showed it. Is oh and it's a comedy. I'm okay with. Yeah, that. yeah, no, it didn't, that's valid. And he speaks broken Portuguese. Yeah. When I love how they do the subtitles and they're not accurate. Yeah. So I feel like that worked for the comedy and stuff. And that story is like also the last story yeah. before they do the. So I think they knew very soon on that that relationship was the strongest one. There's something so great about that one story. It's, like that's you the could one have that had emotionally the whole pulls at you. Yeah, I think you could have had more. I don't know if you could have had a whole movie around it, but when the language um, barrier thing, where they were they were talking and they they can't understand the same each thing, other, but it's they can't so understand. great. Yeah, I really like that. It's yeah. cute, and the actors are so good. Like she is, she is. Um, her physical appearance isn't um like a Hollywood movie star or model beautiful. Agree to disagree. But she's she, gorgeous. No, she, <laughs> but that's what I mean. Is like when you first see her, she kind of looks a little odd. But then as the movie goes on and she gets, she like, she for somehow for me gets more beautiful as the movie goes, even this time I found, Hmm. and I don't know if that was like intentional with makeup or what they did with her, but like I found out, I just found like both of those characters get better as the movie goes on. Well, and I think it's like, because at first she's like an employee. So Mm -hmm. at first I think she's like very like her hair's in a bun and she's like putting on that like living that maid role because like she's the maid she's like dressed down yeah yeah and then i think as she gets like more comfortable with him maybe then she's like letting her hair down and wear makeup and like after they're in the lake and like (laughs) i love that scene too yeah that's a great scene as well it's funny also like yeah i don't know if i was working there i'd be like well uh, you're Pages are in the lake. I'm not, <laughs> were, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going in. to take my clothes off in front of you because you are my boss. <laughs> but she was, in, she was in love with him though and, and yeah, felt no, awful. Yeah, no, that's valid. But yeah. I, I find myself always looking forward to going back to that story. Yeah, that that's that, that one's definitely my favorite except for and the, the whole marriage. It just could have been like, I want to like date your daughter and the dad could have been like, okay. I'm well, okay yeah, with it. Like, well, they don't even know each other. Yeah. They're just like sexually attracted to each other. Fair enough, yeah. but I, I don't. I, I once again, for I feel like this movie, I'm I'm okay with it because it, it. it wouldn't kill have, it. It wouldn't have been enough. It. it wouldn't have been enough to say you want to go on it for a cup of coffee. Yeah, and like it's almost the same. Almost the same with the prime minister. Like obviously he's into his secretary, but they all they've had is like this rigid working environment, and he mm-hmm. has an idea of her that he likes. Um, and then there'd definitely be some passion and 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 whatever when they start dating but the one month later she's like jumping into his arms I don't oh my gosh i hated that part because yeah. i was like hey you know who would never let that happen any Security, politician ever yeah. I, but i like the inappropriateness yeah. of it and then they were all taking photos I, once again i found that charming i like that whole story as yeah, well yeah. oh yeah i love that story um i mean hugh grant hello sign me up but <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah just the 
2003 you like, it, yeah exactly <laughs> it was just so unbelievable because i'm like no any like politician has especially like it's so weird to be a world leader or like anywhere close to a world leader and not be married as a man because the perception is stability is yeah that you're like either like um like a casanova and like you're you like going yeah. through women like crazy or you're gay which is like i'm fine with but you know what i mean yeah like so i i'm like no his pr team would not no, let her do I, this i agree with that but i mean <laughs> but i also just love the rules yeah, yeah. and it, it, it like this is i think so much happens in this movie that kind of puts you in the right mindset to accept it on yeah. its face and that one would have been one of my favorites as well <laughs> yeah and then i i love the very small story of the couple that are stand-ins that to do that all oh, the, the sex the scenes thing? Because I just feel like that's a throwaway and it's really funny. I didn't like that they were engaged a month later. Yes. Another, yeah, and that, that is yeah, like also. Love Actually, pump the brakes. Yeah, just yeah. be in love. We're a couple now. Oh, wow, crazy. Yeah, it's called Love Actually, not let's get married, like, first yeah. thing, actually. And, like, love equals marriage. Like, really? No, come on. Yeah, it's 2003. No. I mean, 2018. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. 2019? But uh, even, like, it'd be different if this was, like, 1953 and it was like weird to like sleep with someone before you're got married, married. Yeah. but yeah. it's like 2003 and it's super not and people were like living together before getting married lots and stuff like yeah there's a lot of weddings in this movie and stuff which i yeah. get it it's a christmas movie and like proposals around christmas are a thing and then i will also say my third favorite story is the aging rocker because i <gasps> still that thought one. that was yes. so funny i see and i love that their love is not about um, um, intimacy. It's, yeah, the bromance. Uh, yeah, they're just like they—they're family. When he calls him the love of his life, I was like, oh. and the guy's like, an, he calls him ugly and all that stuff too. But then he—he's—they almost cry together, and it's let's get drunk, and that's that's yeah. Definitely I think this a great, is great a, side story. a great a great example for like a screenwriter is to look at all the stories that worked, and then they could have gone because there's way too many stories, and this movie is way too many stories. Two hours have- ten. This movie is too long. Way too long. I um, kept getting confused at all the connections. So I literally uh, like paused the movie and then Googled like a diagram. Yeah, there's these diagrams. Yeah. Because yeah, you, you need to know like because Colin Firth is at the wedding of um, Kira Knightley and, and her partner. And I was mm-hmm. like, why is he there? Um, but he's just friends with them as they, and you, I don't right. think you really find that out until the very end when he shows up with his, um, with his Portuguese wife and she's like, Oh, your friends are so much better looking than you. And I'm like, Oh, they're friends. Okay. Yeah. And that yeah, Liam, you're Neeson, totally right. Liam Neeson is only friends with, um, Emma Thompson. Well, and I thought, I thought they, they were, were related. Yeah. I thought no. they were brother and sister. And then when I think she the, was saying like that her brother was the prime minister. I was like, okay, so the three of them are siblings. Too, and then no, they're just friends. But and wait I'm, a second though. Isn't the wife of his that died? Was it he not, she not related to her? I don't think so. They were just friends. Yeah. Cause okay. otherwise other people would have been at that funeral and they weren't. Oh, right. that's true. I kind of wish that that funeral hadn't happened when it did like so close to the Christmas season. Cause so do they. Yeah. Well, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I wish she hadn't died. She looked like a real swell person. But she seemed nice. Like it just seems a lot of stuff happens so fast for Liam Neeson and his stepson. Um, Which was a weird relationship. Yeah. Where the fuck is Sammy's dad? Yeah. And and so is he that's, dead too? Because then just say that. All the aspects oh, of that's that a great side question. story are. Um, that's not one of my favorites. I would have gotten rid of that one. I would too. I the kid, the kid right learns out. to play drums way too fucking quick. Everyone and, does things quickly. It's right. True. <laughs> I, learn a new language. 
and learn to play drums uh, the Love Actually And way. he was an excellent drummer. He did really well. I don't um, mind that story because I think that there is something cool about like fought like we should maybe talk more about like step parent relationships so i think that's cool but i yeah. felt like the biggest hole for me is i was like okay his mom died this is his stepdad where's his biological dad does he not have they a relationship with it. him yeah. is he in jail is he dead is he what like where you know what i mean like why wouldn't you would think the kid would not necessarily live with the stepdad still he might go live with his biological dad and then still have a relationship I, with the i stepdad. i would have if anything if you were to leave this story in i would have just edited out the scene where they watch titanic because it's so fucking yeah. weird like it seems like they have an unhealthy relationship well, with the whole titanic thing for some reason yeah, like, i didn't get that yeah, but, but i've also never bizarre. seen titanic that was oh well we'll have to i actually was saying we have to maybe do titanic at some point but anyway um <laughs> yeah. not only do that, i live we'll here make, now can i just come forever we'll, That's we'll, awesome. make, <laughs> we'll make amy watch titanic that'll be our little secret pleasure yeah. <laughs> and then we'll be like i can't fly whatever because i already know how i feel about that movie i'm pretty sure i do too <laughs> um but not only that scene where they watch it is it weird but then they're laying down head to head opposite on the coach and they start talking about the dad's love life and if he could date claudia schiffer the son would have to leave because he'd be fucking her all over the place and in his room and like the mom just died like a few weeks before this you that seems just, way you out just of place edited out that scene and i feel like the story would have been a little bit better i See, just and I didn't cheesy kind of like mind that because i was like okay like he's just trying to be like real with the kid I and guess. the kid looked a lot younger than i think he was supposed to be like he was supposed to be 11 which i mean isn't that old anyway six. but he looks yeah, yeah like, and the he's, girl he's in love with looks like 14 so that true. seemed really weird as well yeah, yeah well and also like I mean, I'm not a parent, but I don't think most parents step or whatever are like encouraging their 11 year olds to date. No. And the only reason I give that a pass is because they're both so raw from the mom being dead. So he's yeah. like, you got to go get love. And so that part I actually was okay with. Okay. But like, I think if the, if they had been more recovering, like after a few months from the mom passing, I would have been more okay with what happened. And that side story, but because it just happened, they just had the funeral, and then he's like, "It's a month later, and I want to bang this Claudia Schiffer lookalike, who actually is Claudia Schiffer." And right. the son is like, "Dad, or my new stepdad, we have a great relationship, and um, I'm okay with you banging, and you're gonna help me go bang." And you could even thing. still have taken out the scene with the her name referenced, and she could have still just been this attractive mom and yeah. not been Claudia Schiffer. Yes. Well, I agree. And I, but yeah. I think like so, I wish that they had said like how the mom died. Yeah. Because did the mom like die suddenly? Did the, it sounded no. like the mom she knew planned, she was going to yeah, die? She planned, she her, planned funeral. her funeral. Yeah. So then that to me kind of gives it a little bit more. Because I'm like, well, they knew it was happening for True. a long time. But we don't know how long Liam Neeson's been in Sam's life. There were some pictures in the slideshow of, of the three of them on the lawn, I think. But right. the kid looked pretty close to the age. So yeah, right. there's no telling how long he's been around. So it's like, you know what I mean? If they've. If they were only married for a short time before she was sick and then she passed, like then their relationship might not be as strong. But maybe he's been this guy, this kid's stepdad since the kid was like two. Yeah. Then it's different. Yeah. And the whole running to the airport thing with the kid and stuff. I it's, don't know. Maybe yeah. it wasn't. This as is cliche. a post 9 11 world. That's not happening. No. no. But maybe. They even, yeah. They even mentioned 9 11 right at the start when yeah. Grant's doing his intro. He's like, after the plane hit the towers. 
uh, all the calls were of love, not of hate. It's just the it's just the cliche of the airport running thing. It's yeah, just such a big it's true. So like I, I don't know. I guess I could have just done without that whole story, and you could have edited it and not missed it. Like you would have never known it was there. Yeah. Well, and where was Alan Rickman coming back from at yeah, the end? Uh, they don't say his like. Does, is the doghouse in a different country? Yeah, maybe they <laughs> maybe. had to take some time apart, and then and then uh, they were both in she Harry was like, Potter. Go too. to France, and I would have won one hundred percent, one hundred and ten percent to keep this movie shorter. Would have edited out the British guy who went to America. That that side story makes the least sense, and it's also uh, just lame today, where the dialogue between him and those models or whatever yeah. is oh, all so bad. Oh, and we sleep naked. Sorry, like, fucking nobody uh, we is don't like have pajamas. that. Yeah. yeah, like that was the worst, laziest written story in this this whole movie i think that could have like i do think there is something interesting about like i'm sure that there are many many a man that come to north america like because they're like oh my accent will be sexy because it's the truth yeah we can't i don't like just to for one sec speak for all women um okay <laughs> uh no i'm obviously kidding we can't i can't speak for everyone but i feel like there is something so like ingrained in women where we find accents attractive and i think it's just yeah. like a biological diversity thing where Guys it's are like the same. oh mm -hmm. i'm so yeah. less much less likely to be related to this man because he's from <laughs> so far away true so then oh but that's it, what it is but that doesn't forgive <laughs> science the, the horrible writing the horrible acting and no writing. but and i then, liked that they kind of addressed that part where just, he's like yeah. striking out in the uk and then he goes to the states he, but he could have had one model yeah. yeah, he didn't need four. He would have, yeah, yeah or even he, just a normal person yeah. who talked like a normal person. And then they could yeah. have had a normal conversation where they met, and then you wouldn't have had all that. Like that was the laziest. Yeah, like he spent no time. He phoned that 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 whole writing dialogue. Well, I think stuff it was in. just a catalyst for cameos. I think he just wanted. Yeah. maybe he wanted to cast so we get four Shannon hotties Elizabeth at the end coming in. So she's not even one of the original hotties, and guys got to be with her. And then Denise Richards, who in her one minute in the movie gets to show again how fucking horrible an actress she is yeah she's just really bad we've i know we've said bad things about her in the past but i mean what what is she giving us nothing, nothing. you guys absolutely nothing she thought it was a good idea to marry charlie sheen yeah that's good, true good job that's true good i never job. even i forgot that that happened yeah um we'll have to do wild things at some point but anyway so a couple of the storylines <laughs> i mean like if you're gonna have 10 storylines there's gonna be ones that are weaker than others and yeah. it's the ones that are really good which get the most screen time as well mm -hmm. i know um colin you were saying you really like the stand-in side story i know when this movie plays on tv that that whole side story gets edited out yeah, and that's uh, fine. And I don't think it alters the movie at no, all. No, I mean, th um, that's what I mean is like the person who in the editing room, the director and whoever could have really saved this movie by making it shorter and taking out the weak shit. Yeah, I think three stories could have dropped off and this movie would be as enjoyable. Absolutely. Yeah, Because totally. what are all the stories? Like, should we run them down? Or? Yeah, let's do There's it. There's like 10. Yeah. Right, so there's... Hugh Grant, the Prime Minister. There's yep. Colin Firth, the writer and the Portuguese woman. The rock star. Rock star. Great love story. Him. We got the I love his song, too. I feel like I just need to play that on repeat. It's hilarious. And <laughs> I love I how he just hates it. I feel it in my fingers. <laughs> I feel it in my toes. Do feel it in my toes. <laughs> uh, so there's those three. Then there's Kira Knightley with the creepy guy who with the cue card. I okay, I can we just... I would have edited that oh. out immediately. 
So he's not the wedding wedding videographer because no. she says the wedding videographer fucked up. Yep, that's correct. But he's taking videos, but he's just taking super close up videos of her face. Yep. And like, I'm sorry, but try to tell me he doesn't masturbate to those videos. Like because of the I way will, he edited them. I will not them. try and tell you that because right? I totally believe that he does. So oops, and then I think we all have. And then he shows up at their house. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, Kira Knightley. I, Colin masturbates to Kira Knightley's teeth. <laughs> John doesn't like her teeth. Uh, she has a big smile. He'll say that. Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna reel this in. So Mark's really creepy in this movie. <laughs> yes, he totally is. He and totally like, is. Um, no, Amy, you're totally correct. This is one of the worst stories because it is so offensive. Yeah. And then he gets a kiss, which is like already like Kira Knightley. What are you doing? You're like seriously and then he when he's walking away after that kiss like with his boom box and his signs like yeah. a crazy man yeah then he <laughs> yeah. goes oh that's enough and then he's like magically over it like he's yeah like been, a like, crazy john cusack stalking and like yeah and then they stay friends after, at the month after yeah he's there again so with, like, like so what would you and have then done the best friend just doesn't know if so if i was Kira knightley in this situation and you saw the video of you being you shut close up shots like i would first leave yeah. like i would you not instantly i leave. would not be nice i would yeah. be like this is fucked and then i would leave and i would immediately call my husband and be like listen i'm not trying to tell you who to be friends with but yeah. this guy is like <laughs> you can't be friends with this you guy he's jerking said, off to my face you remember you how i said this guy's never been nice to me <laughs> and then your husband's like jerking off yeah, on your face no no to my off. face to my yeah. face <laughs> Like, you'd like be, you, she'd be sitting in that chair watching the video, and then she'd start to look around to see like if semen was on everything. Like, oh my god, this is creepy. She and also, can we address why is, does he live in a Home Depot? Uh, yeah, he's an artist. So oh, right. Okay, I forgot about that. That explains everything. He does. He is an artist. Yeah, with his his boobies with Santa hats on yeah. them. Yeah, but it would have ended butts. up being it's very awkward. But it would have been more awkward for her than him because they make him the focus where it's awkward for him. And he's like, I think I need to edit it a little bit more. Yeah, and he's like, I've got to go now. But she would have been the one that was fleeing. She would have been like, she Oh run fuck, as is, fucking far away as she could. She would have been if looking. Colin was in love with your girlfriend. That would be very problematic. Oh, and, and after she kisses him when he tries to make his play, uh, we can show him walking away all triumphant with triumphant music so that we like feel good for him that he got it out of the system. No. <laughs> no. Wrong. If you have feelings for your friend's partner, you need to figure it out. Shut it down. To, Shut it so down the, immediately. The only way Stop. that works, if he sits down with her and he says, look, uh, the reason I haven't done this is because I actually have some feelings for you. They seem really inappropriate. You're married now. I have to remove myself from the situation. I'm really sorry. Goodbye. And that's it. And yeah, she'd like, be like, oh, wow. Space. Okay. Yeah. You should take some space because I don't return those feelings because I'm married to Joe over here. Yeah. And no, that's absolutely. It. That's the only way that works out for the, for the movie. And, and, and yeah. actually the best case scenario is he just shuts it down and never speaks about it to yeah. anyone. Yeah, just don't just say it out loud up. and don't and like, if you're going to take videos at a wedding, yeah, don't Somebody's be maybe going to ask you to see the video. So just take a little bit of B-roll yeah. of your buddy's face. And exactly. don't label it <laughs> the wedding Yeah, <laughs> with close-ups. Yeah, you cannot take... It is very wrong. This is like a life lesson to take spank bank material of your yeah. husband, your best friend's wife at the wedding. That's not <laughs> cool, guys. No. Do not it's do like, that. It's weird that that needs to be said out loud, but... Yeah. It is weird, but like it movies does. are teaching Man. us that it's okay. Yeah. So let's not do that. But I don't think so. anyone, <laughs> I don't think anyone in 2018 is like on team Mark. I think everybody kind of no, knows I, I that Mark everyone, is pretty fucked. Yeah, Absolutely. That's wrong. A lot of wrong. I actually wrong. thought this time, forgetting the ending, 
that somehow those two are going to end up together and her and Mark are going to be getting a divorce like a month later because everything happened in a month. Yeah. Right. She's like, me and Mark are on the outs and <laughs> or me and my husband are on the outs and I'm with Mark. Yeah. And he's great. Just because. And we kiss. Um, everybody in this movie appears to be really wealthy and affluent except for like the guy who travels to America. Yeah. So money also buys love and happiness. It Fact. seems to me. I think everyone Well, was. that's not true because Natalie lives in the shady part of the dodgy end yeah the dodgy but that's end. only because she's split up with her boyfriend i don't know if that's a money but then thing. also like okay so she lives in the dodgy end everyone else is rich but then everyone has connections to that elementary school they said they were doing a multi-school thing right but i mean but how right. big is the do- uh, like don't know you're not gonna have no you wouldn't let your affluent kids go to dodgy school to give the concert i don't think the prime minister's niece and nephew are gonna be at the dodgy school no and there's so much no. pop culture um, references nowadays, and I don't still don't know what this means. What's the whole thing with the lobsters and the octopuses at Christ- I Christmas? I think they were just doing like a non-denominational no, but Christmas I've, celebration. I've heard about the Christmas lobster, and like oh, really? on other in other movies and TV shows and stuff. Is there some what is going on with that? I don't even know what that means. Were they pre-love actually or post-love actually that's a great maybe question love actually made it a thing oh yeah. i never thought about that because this movie has like definitely spread uh sp- spread like um like a culture yeah uh, our Cause themes because like, the way i took the whole lobster octopus thing was just that they were trying to make roles for all the kids yeah in the nativity oh, scene I see. so yeah. i feel like they kind of did a mashup between like noah's ark and the nativity scene yeah to add roles for the kids there you go okay but i just really just filled in a lot of blanks by myself on yeah. that did we miss any stories then because yeah we what, what have we missed well i don't know if we missed but we said okay so we, so said we had the four so far the hugh um, grant colin firth the rock stars rock star the married couple the, yeah problematic mark the guy traveling yeah to america with all his models uh, we have snape and um Emma Thompson. Yeah, fuck you, Snape. Yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> Alan Rickman. Uh, yeah, oh, I, I miss know. him so miss, much. It's so, so sad. Um, that was devastating. We have the porn couple. Yep. That's six the or seven. The stand-in couple. Sorry, the stand-in. Yeah, they were the stand-ins. Yeah, let's see. Why was it so necessary? Wholesome. Like, getting the, ca- the coloring and all that on the naked bodies is fine, but, like, you need to massage her breasts, and they need to be... There was a, a bit much there. They went over the top on that one. It was kind of funny. It was funny, but it was, like, noticeably over the top. You could have lost that story, but I felt like it was so small that it was okay to... Would I have kept that one in? I would yeah. have gotten rid of some of the bigger ones. Oh, and then the kid... Does Liam Neeson's story have its side and the kid has his own or all that lumped into one? The same with Snape and Emma Thompson because Snape has the secretary one, but he also has his home life one. With his wife. That's, yeah. I don't know if that's the same one. It's we just, have the two workers. Because Emma Thompson kind of gets the short end of the stick. Yes. She's just like busy being an emotion, emotional support for Liam Neeson. Then she's also being um, like support or whatever for her brother yeah. the prime minister and yeah. then she's also um a just mom. getting like oh. cheated on and having to make a freaking lobster costume in five yeah. minutes and then the laura linna laura laura yeah. story yeah. couple yeah. yeah so so i think actually the biggest problem with this movie is and like why in my opinion it doesn't work as a movie is there is way too many stories and it's confusing because i've seen this movie multiple times and i'm still confused yeah so in my opinion that is that does not make for a good movie and a lot of the connections aren't necessary like absolutely i feel like it would have been good to either either connect every single story somehow 
and then like tie it in a bow at the end in a different way other than the elementary school yeah or keep them all completely separate and then like maybe it's a shot of like the prime minister walking and then you go to like a background person and then you follow them into their story. The airport, yeah. the airport. I'm a director could've... now. Yeah, that, that would work. No, that the airport could have been the, the thing that tied them all together at totally. the end yeah. instead of them being like all related and best friends with yeah. one another. The airport felt so forced because I was like, like, where did Alan Rickman come back from? Like, I thought the the British dude was moving to America and now he's back all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, and bringing Americans with him. Yeah. And then like, yeah, it's just confusing. Like, <laughs> yeah. why is everyone at the airport? Yeah. At the exact same time. Does everyone need to know everybody? Because it's, it's not in their connections that the movie has any charm. It's in their individual stories. Absolutely. Exactly. It's yeah. just there needed to be this thread that pulled them all together, even if they're just friends. And it, I don't know. That seemed a little weak. Yeah, also, the, I would have watched this if it was just Hugh Grant. <laughs> I, I agree. That story was like, there's two or three stories you could have made a whole movie on just them. Yeah. And you would have, I feel, it would have been such a stronger movie because you wanted, the, those are the ones you kept waiting to go back to. That's true. Well, and quick question, Colin Firth and the Portuguese woman, um, they had so much paper because he's a freaking writer, yeah. but like nobody was drawing any diagrams to like try to communicate. Like yeah. you couldn't be like a house or like, you know what I mean? Try yeah. like. It just felt like they weren't really trying. Well, they do have the scene where she's trying to ask what his book is about and they get, they do it pretty well there. Yeah, well, she, she cries or whatever, and then she's like, uh, yeah, and he yeah. says it's crime or something. And while it's funny that Hugh Grant, when he's going to look for uh, his secretary, that he's trying host to host, like, wouldn't they have a record on file where they were sending like, her checks? I, yeah, and I like that he is like, oh, I'm cool with like firing her because I like her, liking her even though she's my subordinate, but I'm not cool with accessing her HR file for one second. Yeah, no. <laughs> To find her address? Get it together. Yeah. 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 That's true. He he is the prime minister. He could have just asked someone to do that for or, him. Or like she mailed him a Christmas card. Yeah. Do they not use return addresses yeah, no in return the UK? Address. She just dropped it off at the office with no no But let's just say that then we wouldn't get that great scene with those kids. Are like no, it's sir, true. Please. please. And then the his um, security guy singing is hilarious. I love, yeah, for sure. I like, also I, yeah, yeah, I also love how he he so quickly he's like kind of flattered that they want him to sing. He's like, all right, okay, sure, all right. Um, another call and fur thing that I don't like that he proposes to Aurelia, but then I'm thinking more about it. He just had found out his wife was cheating on him with his brother yeah. like four weeks ago. And then his brother wasn't at that Christmas. Cause remember he like walks into Christmas and then he's like, nope. And then he goes to find a uh, what's her name? Aurelia. Arugula? I always want to say Arugula. Aurelia. That works. Aurelia. Yeah. That's way prettier. Yeah. It's a great And less lettuce. Less But, um, yeah, I'd noticed his brother was like, so I'm like, did the whole family get mad at the brother? Which you should, but yeah, also the brother would be outed and think, maybe that's why the family want him around. I but think the, also the, I, I tend to lean towards the stories and maybe Amy does this with the guys as well, but I tend to lean towards the stories of the people that I kind of, I'm kind of in love with. Mm-hmm. I'm totally in love with Aurelia and I'm totally in love with the prime minister's secretary as well, because she's just like so awkward and cute and. Yeah. And so like, you know, like Ernest, like, and I love that whole thing with the president and where he stands up. uh, The speech where he stands up to America is like a great great speech. speech. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever wrote that speech, it's awesome. They set it up well too with him saying he's not going to take a stand and he doesn't want to push too hard because it's early days. And then he goes around and does the opposite. And when everyone's like cheering for him and yeah, it's great. It makes me feel good. But also like (laughs) he, he let like, 
Because what it seemed like, and maybe I'm just saying this for my own bias, but he, it seemed like the president was like trying to sexually assault Natalie. Yes, he absolutely um, was. Right. And so then the prime minister, instead of like, I don't know, doing anything about that by the book, just like decided to change his political policy based on Revenge, his romantic yeah. <laughs> feelings and the fact that the president was being a skis to his lady love. You know what I mean? I'm okay yeah. with it, though. Yeah. Which, yeah, no, that's right, but great, I'm like... It's a great motivation, because yeah. I feel like he... Your team wouldn't be pumped if you, like, sat and were talking about, like, your strategy and da-da-da-da-da. Well, but the, I love the rules. Yeah. The reason why yeah. I think it, it works for me is because he was feeling um, new and uh, a little bit intimidated by the American president, mm-hmm. even though he wanted to stand up to him, but because because he was intimidated and felt like he couldn't do it, and that he needed something extra to give him the motivation to stand up to this guy. And it was her. Yeah. So and I the, kind the of staff, like charmed by that. The staff yeah, were fair. trying to get him to stand up. They were trying oh. to stand hardline on some of these things. And he kind of backed down. Because when he stood the to the podium, you could see their their faces were, were crestfallen. Yeah. Because they had given up so much. Yeah. Mm. And then he's like, damn, be to America. And yeah. they're not <laughs> our friends. I can't do an English accent. I apologize. No, you, Johnny, you, you, you can, really can't. I don't even know what that was. It wasn't even an accent. That was like a proper, proper American. (laughs) You, sir, are mean. (laughs) (laughs) But so I really, I think the reason I keep coming back to this movie isn't because as a whole it's a good movie, but it's because of the stories I like I want to keep seeing. Yeah, Yeah. I, I agree with that. So, like I said, I'm I'm newish. I think to this movie, only having started watching it over the last five years, and the first couple of times I saw it, I really really liked this, and I I thought it was going to be a staple of my Christmas movie watching. Um, this last time around, and I, this seems to be the case with me when I watch movies for the podcast, is I'm always looking at it a little more critically. And I think that the top three or four stories that I like are really really good, um, even with some of their cheesiness or over the top. Um, but I kind of saw more in the move, in the sub stories that I didn't like this time and how long this movie was and it dragged. And um, for me this time around, it did not hold up. Yeah, I, I also felt similar. Like the stories that I loved, I really love still. And it's interesting to me that those stories hold up so well. Yeah. And But the over time, the ones that don't, are far worse now yeah like some of the tone and stuff like the whole american thing that whole scene where he gets into the bar and all of that terrible dialogue about we're all going to share the same bed and we're all going to be naked i hope you're okay with that yeah who wrote that it doesn't even seem like it was the same writer yeah Yeah, it does seem like way it's obviously way campier than the rest of the movie yeah Yeah. and not even in a charming no like it seems like like i i was saying um um to to my partner when i was watching it that if that whole side story had turned into a murder plot, then it might have made more sense for how those girls were talking. Oh, we have to go naked. <laughs> that would have made more sense. And they kill the accented and, English yeah, guy. Yeah, they they take him off and murder him, but it you know it didn't. Oh, they were vampires. Or something. Yeah, they all turn into vampires in the silhouette of the window and they eat him. Then it would have explained why they were being so weird. They were. If being this movie was 2013, the they totally would have been vampires. <laughs> I think they probably would have. It's probably true. Yeah. I think that was the right era. I think you're right. And so, Amy, did <laughs> it hold think? up? I think it did for me. Oh. And I think, but that could be because it was literally my second time watching it. Okay. And I watched it, like, I'm just getting excited for Christmas and I was watching it. And then, yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, watch it. Like, you should watch it. And then, and if you haven't, or if you have, watch it. 
I think it's a good one to add to the playlist of like movies that are just on while you like decorate for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can, you know, watch it while your favorite stories are on and then just like go back to decorating while your other stories are playing. Yeah. I would watch it again. I'll watch it again for the parts I like. Yeah. yeah. And every Christmas, this is just, this is one of the better Christmas movies. Not that there's a extensive list of amazing Christmas movies out there, but I think this one from a Christmas movie perspective would rank up there. Um, but I got to view this movie as, is it, does it hold up? As a whole, I don't think and it does. And as a whole, no. It, it could easily have half an hour shaved off of it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And then it would be a super movie, it would even be a... with the silliness. Totally. Yeah. But the, the extra 30 or 40 minutes on this, plus the bad stories. And then, I don't know, the more those bad stories stand out to me, the more I reach into the ones that I don't mind or that I actually like and start to pick out inconsistencies or things I don't like. And so I think every year I watch this, it might get a little worse and worse. Oh, no, that's no. not good. No. Well, I don't know. I didn't feel like anything felt like super like outdated or like super which i was surprised yeah i don't know that's for true. me it holds up it is 15 years old so and and but that's the, true that it, do, it doesn't feel that yeah way. there's not a lot in it that would date it they use cell phones and stuff yeah, so but like, like not it's yeah and i did like that they tried to like they went too far with it trying yeah. to like fit every single kind of love and every single kind of relationship in there yep. but i do like that there were different relationships. They did this, but we, as we've said, they've dissed the gays. I mean, the LGBT yeah. community LBG would not be. TQ plus was oh, not here. Yeah. No, I always true. forget those last couple. Oh, I got well. you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. For the comedian has covering, to be politically correct. Covering so. <laughs> her. <laughs> that's true. That's so true. <laughs> All right. Well, we got one hold up and two nons. Um, oh, well, that's good. Watch, watch the Christmas movie. Definitely, you got to see it. Um, just see if it deteriorates when you watch it, or if it gets bolstered by the good stories. Uh, Amy, what kind of stuff you have going on? You want to plug anything for yourself? Yeah, that'd be great. Um, I do stand up comedy in Calgary, mm -hmm. and so I run a couple comedy shows. So on Tuesdays, we're at Vern's for Crash Test Comedy that starts at 8 p.m., and Wednesdays at Oak Tree Tavern in Kensington uh, for Jupiter Comedy that also starts at 8 p.m. Nice. Awesome. Nice. Can people find you on Instagram? Yeah, uh, my Instagram handle is at Clown because both my parents are clowns, and I will legally inherit a clown company <laughs> what yeah. i didn't know that part yeah it's well and by that i mean a garage full of unicycles <laughs> well if you're in or around the calgary area on tuesdays or wednesdays check out amy edgar hosting her stuff check her out on instagram and uh keep checking out our podcast because we love doing it thank right. you so you much for Christmas having me stuff. absolutely thank you for coming out yeah it's been great for coming we're gonna invite her back for sure unless our fans hate the show and then Back. Don't hate me, you guys. Lose your phone number. That's all. I'm just kidding. Okay. Everybody have a good one. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, everybody. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.